This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Michael Bloomberg's housekeeper kidnapped from the billionaire's ranch, the motel where she was rescued. And what she did right to stay alive. Then, new Joe Rogan uproar. My sincere and humble apologies. Will the embattled podcaster keep his job? And tears at the Olympics. Lame rooms. This is my room. Inedible food. And look what he had to wear when he tested positive for COVID. Someone will bring you lunch later. Plus, the untold story of the forgotten victims of the Christmas holiday parade disaster. Their struggle to walk again from the little dancer to the marching band player. One, two, three. And prom do-over. Her first one was a disaster. The do-over, 20 years in the making. Complete with prom proposal. Plus, inside the Super Bowl. I'm Cheryl Burke, Inside Edition's special Super Bowl correspondent. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It was a horrifying kidnapping that thankfully ended safely, and that's due in large part to the victim managing to do everything right. A housekeeper at the Colorado ranch owned by former New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg was kidnapped at gunpoint, forced to drive hundreds of miles to a motel in another state. Stephen Fabian on how the victim was rescued unharmed. It's your first look inside the ranch where Michael Bloomberg's housekeeper was kidnapped. The former presidential candidate and New York City mayor ranks 10th on the list of wealthiest Americans. He bought the sprawling 4,600-acre Colorado estate for $45 million in 2020. It was here, authorities say, that the accused kidnapper, identified as Joseph Beecher, rammed the gate in his pickup. Beecher was reportedly looking for Bloomberg's two daughters, Emma and Georgina. But when he was told they weren't there, he allegedly pointed a black machine gun at the housekeeper's face and ordered her into her own truck. What followed was a terrifying 350-mile abduction, driving first to Denver and then across state lines to Cheyenne, Wyoming, according to authorities. Cops say at one point they stopped at a bank where he forced the housekeeper to withdraw hundreds of dollars from an ATM machine, staying remarkably cool during her ordeal. She managed to look into the surveillance camera and mouth the words, help me. Twelve hours after the abduction, authorities say they tracked the kidnapper to this Cheyenne Motel by using the Find My iPad app on the housekeeper's iPhone, which had been left behind at the Bloomberg Ranch. 
An FBI SWAT team stormed the room and rescued the housekeeper. He made her sleep in the bed with him, with her head on his chest, her arm around his middle, and her leg over his, court documents say. Hostage experts praised the housekeeper for doing everything right to save herself by winning the confidence of the suspect. What specifically did she do right to stay alive? She did a number of things, following directions, you know, being calm, not doing anything um, sporadic, not doing anything to uh, upset him or make him angry. It was brilliant what she did in terms of staying help to the ATM camera, mouthing help. Uh, that was that was very well done. Michael Bloomberg says in a statement, we're deeply grateful to law enforcement for their swift and heroic action in this case in ensuring that no lives were lost and that the victim has been rescued and safely returned to her family. Authorities say they know of no connection between the suspect and the Bloomberg family. Spotify says it will not silence Joe Rogan, but it has taken down dozens of episodes of his podcast. That move came after a mashup of Rogan using an offensive racial slur went viral, prompting Spotify to face some pointed questions about its $100 million man. Here's Les Trent. More fallout today for embattled Joe Rogan following his apology for repeatedly using the N-word years ago. My sincere and humble apologies. I wish there was more that I could say, but all of this is just me talking from the bottom of my heart. It makes me sick watching that video. The troubling video sparking the uproar went viral over the weekend, and we should warn you, it's difficult to watch. You know, saying the word. Today, Spotify condemned Rogan's language, but said it would not remove his popular podcast from its streaming service. At the same time, Rogan has agreed to delete an additional 70 episodes of the Joe Rogan experience. I do not believe that silencing Joe is the answer, writes Spotify CEO. We should have clear lines around content and take action when they are crossed. But canceling voices is a slippery slope. Seven days ago, The Rock expressed support for Rogan over allegations that he was spreading disinformation about COVID-19. But in the wake of the N-word controversy, he is now saying, I was not aware of his N-word use. Learning moment for me. Image consultant Mike Paul says Rogan's apology may not be enough to save his brand. If Joe Rogan is getting best counsel right now today on this issue, it will include how many people and how many brands and how many shows have gotten away with using the N-word in history. I can assure you, not many. Fox Business Network anchor Liz Clayman. Spotify is in a very difficult position. It's between a rock and a hard place. I mean, they've got this podcast star for whom they paid $100 million reportedly to sign this deal. And why did they see Joe Rogan as so valuable? Because he's outspoken and controversial. But it's kind of a double-edged sword here. Spotify made a point of saying the Rogan episodes that were taken down was a choice by Rogan, not the company. The Winter Olympics in Beijing have not skimped on drama, and not all of it has been in competition. Athletes that test positive for COVID say they're being taken away to isolation hotels where they're in cramped quarters wearing hazmat suits. This is my room. The Olympics is turning into a nightmare for these athletes. They find themselves isolated inside lonely hotel rooms. This is what life is like 
under COVID quarantine. American bobsledder Alana Myers-Taylor spent her time in isolation training. She has just enough room to lift weights and run back and forth. You became the person you always aspired to be. American figure skater Vincent Joe tested positive Monday and was sent into quarantine. His Olympic dream is over. The pain of it all is uh, it's pretty insane. When an athlete or reporter tests positive, they're ordered to put on a full hazmat suit and taken away by ambulance to a COVID isolation hotel 45 minutes away. Their escorts use Google Translate to communicate. Someone will bring you lunch later. And the food, some say, is inedible. One Russian athlete says she was given this tray of food for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for five days. My stomach hurts, and I have huge black circles around my eyes. I cry every day. Meanwhile, American skier Nina O'Brien suffered a horrific crash while skiing at 80 miles an hour. Doctors say she is alert and responsive. From what I've heard, it's a broken leg, possibly ligament damage. It was a horrific crash. Her leg went in direction it should not have gone in. Some are blaming the artificial ski slope. 29 skiers crashed yesterday. Now the slope is being called the Ice River. So far, the United States has won three silver medals. Other news today, he's the irate father who threw a smoothie at a clerk after claiming there was peanut butter in a drink. After he'd advised that his son was allergic, he was charged with intimidation based on bias and breach of peace. Well, today in court, he was banned from returning to the smoothie store. Here he is, the furious father who threw a smoothie at a store employee. James Iannazzo was irate when he stormed into the smoothie shop in Fairfield, Connecticut two weeks ago. I want to speak to the person who made this drink. Then he threw the drink, hitting a young worker behind the counter. I'm calling the police. He also made racially charged comments. Today, Ayanazo appeared in court for the first time since his arrest and was ordered to steer clear of the smoothie store. Ayanazo, who lost his job as a financial advisor for Merrill Lynch, says he deeply regrets his actions. He's due back in court on March 9th. It was a crime that shocked the nation. A man driving into the crowd at a Christmas parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Six people were killed, more than 60 others injured. And while the story may have fallen from the headlines, the people who were injured, many of them children, are still struggling to overcome their injuries. All right. It's a heartfelt moment. Got this for you. Oh, thank this you. Oh, thank you. Once strangers, these two share a unique bond. They were both victims of last year's deadly rampage at the Christmas parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Eight-year-old Olivia Stouffer was excited to be part of the small town tradition. Here she is on parade day with her dance team. The only thing that she remembers about that day is getting ready for the parade. As the band played, suddenly a red SUV raced down the street. Cell phone cameras captured the mayhem from every angle. 
The SUV plowed into the crowd, killing six people, including three members of the beloved Dancing Grannies. All I saw was chaos everywhere. Jennifer ran to her daughter, who was among the 60 injured. She was laying unconscious in the middle of the street. I wanted her to open her eyes and say, Mom, I'm okay. Um, And she didn't. She didn't do that. At the hospital, Dad Nick was at his daughter's side. It was devastating. I mean, she's, she's my everything. Olivia suffered traumatic brain injuries as well as a broken ankle. Now looking at it for the first time now is definitely difficult. Further down the parade route, <laughs> Tyler Pudliner was with his marching band. There was really no warning. Um, it was kind of just out of the blue. Um, everybody was mainly in shock. Tyler's teeth were broken, and he underwent surgery to repair massive injuries to his intestines. Once an avid baseball player, Tyler's now had 39 staples across his abdomen. One, two, three. He's now working through physical therapy to strengthen his core. Keep pushing through it. Eight-year-old Olivia also endured rigorous physical therapy, but just look at her go. First on crutches. I feel good. She's now back on her feet, but she still has a long road ahead. She's helping her ankle heal by using her foot to spell out the alphabet. How's that feel? Fine. Mom Jennifer has started a GoFundMe page to help with her daughter's medical bills. There's no erasing the parade nightmare that shocked America. But looking back on that terrible day, these two newfound friends are counting their blessings. I'm definitely thankful to be alive. Absolutely, it's a miracle. 100% miracle, absolutely. Miracle indeed. The suspect in the parade tragedy, Daryl Brooks Jr., faces 77 charges, including six counts of homicide. If he's convicted, he faces life in prison. On a much happier note, the countdown is on for Super Bowl 56 when the L.A. Rams will meet the Cincinnati Bengals. And as we do every year, Inside Edition's got a special correspondent to help us cover the big game. And this year, it is someone who has already danced her way into America's hearts. It's Super Bowl week, and this year we're joined by Dancing with the Stars' Cheryl Burke. I'm Cheryl Burke, Inside Edition's special Super Bowl correspondent. Our first stop, credentials, so we can take you behind the scenes for all the action. Okay, Cheryl, we've got our credentials. I'm so excited. Are you ready to go? Let's do it. Next, Cheryl and Inside Edition's Victoria Ricano headed into the Super Bowl experience, where later this week, fans can let loose as they gear up for the big game. Perfect. Touchdown. With COVID safety still of the utmost concern, the NFL and the city of L.A. announced the game plan to keep everyone safe. Masks are required for everyone at all times, unless eating or drinking. And anyone over the age of five must show proof of vaccination or a negative test within 24 hours of the game to get inside the stadium. The teams are taking precautions, too. Pre-game events are taking place virtually. Media day, which usually looks like this, packed with fans and reporters, is this year being held via video chat. Cincinnati quarterback Joe Burrow spoke today about leading the Bengals to their first Super Bowl in 33 years. Yeah, being from Ohio and being the quarterback of the Bengals is something that I'm really proud of. I hope we can bring bring everybody a Super Bowl. As for our Super Bowl experience, Cheryl and Victoria cannot wait to show you yes. all the exciting events leading up to the biggest sports event of the year. 
Tickets for Super Bowl 56 currently average about $9,000 a piece. Next, after the explosive new Playboy documentary, why these former bunnies are coming to Hugh Hefner's defense. Raise your hand if you're here to defend Hugh Hefner. And prom do-over. Her first one was a disaster. The do-over, 20 years in the making. Complete with prom-posal. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Just days after an expose on Playboy founder Hugh Hefner hit the airwaves, a group of former Playboy employees are coming forward to say the series is wrong. At least 100 people have signed a petition slamming the expose. Amber Cagliano spoke with a number of them. Leave Hugh Hefner alone. That's what these six former Playboy bunnies are saying. Raise your hand if you're here to defend Hugh Hefner. They are denouncing shocking allegations of drug use and sexual assaults inside the legendary Playboy empire, made in the hit 10-part A&E documentary, Secrets of Playboy. Did he take advantage of women? In the 50 years that I've been involved, I've never seen anything remotely similar to the allegations that are now being levied against him. Candace Jordan was a cover girl who lived at the Playboy mansion in Chicago. I lived at the mansion when he lived there in the 70s. I I went to the parties. I never saw any drug use. I was never offered any drugs. I never saw anybody doing drugs. Former bunny Robin Lemoussier was very direct when I asked her about drugs. What about the, the Quaaludes allegations that Quaaludes were handed out? Not to me. Not to me, ever. Former bunny Joy Jameson hung out with Hefner in Chicago and Los Angeles. There was never a moment where I ever felt like he was pushing himself on a girl. Diana Peterson was also a playmate. She thinks the allegations are casting a false shadow on the sorority of women who worked for Playboy. Do you think it's possible there was bad behavior that you didn't witness, that you didn't see? I think there's bad behavior almost anywhere there could be, but to connect it with Playboy specifically or blame it on one man is laughable. I'm not saying it didn't. I just, not in my reality, not in, not all of my thousands of bunny sisters, did I ever witness something like that. 
The current owners of Playboy say they support the women in the documentary and that the current Playboy brand is no longer associated with the Hefner family. Still to come, prom do-over. Her first one was a disaster. The do-over, 20 years in the making. Complete with promposal. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica, empathy is our best policy. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. 20 years ago, she had a terrible time at the prom. Well, she's getting a redo. It's prom night at a high school outside Chicago, but there's only one couple, and they're definitely not teenagers. 20 years ago, 37-year-old Callie Doran attended the Evergreen Park High School prom, but she says the night still haunts her. Was it a nightmare prom? (laughs) You can kind of say that, sure. I left in tears. Fast forward 20 years, and Callie's current boyfriend, Roberto Quiles, wanted to rewrite history. I was like, you know what, it would be crazy if I could just get rid of that bad memory. He told Callie they were attending a friend's engagement party at her old high school. But when she got there, the whole place was decked out for a prom. I turn around and I see a banner that says prom night. And I was like, prom night? And he's like, yeah, this is your prom. And I was like, like, what is going on right now? The two danced the night away. Callie was even crowned prom queen. But Roberto had an even bigger surprise, getting down on one knee and popping the question. Callie, your yes was the best yes I've ever seen. Well, I was just so excited. As soon as I saw the box and he said, will you marry me? Like, of course. All of a sudden, that nightmare prom from the past faded away. This memory will overshadow that other one, and I just love it. Yeah. That was the idea. (laughs) Oh, he's a keeper. When we come back, a family slip and slide. And finally today, we've told you how to avoid slipping on ice, but this family may have missed that story. Baby, it's icy outside. First, mom and daughter try to make their way to the front door. Now it's dad's turn. He'll show them how it's done. At least nobody's hurt. That's Inside Edition for today. Thanks for watching. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.